Welcome to the Business Legends Podcast, where we interview business leaders and entrepreneurs so that you can learn from their mistakes, pump up your own inspiration, and grow your bottom line. I am the host of the show, Reese Arlen, along with the CEO of Business Marketing Solutions Group, Christian Webb. Say what's up. Happy New Year. We are joined as well by our super special videographer that I forgot to shout out last time, Mr. David Woodruff with Genesis Film. He's over there. He's <laughs> he's going to be on one of our future podcasts. He's, he's going to be on it. He just doesn't know yet. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Goodness gracious. It's been a while since we've recorded. I'm, I'm kind of rusty. I don't, I don't know what's going on. It could be the beard. I don't know. What do you think? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We can, a little scraggly. Yeah, we got we're we're growing it out a little bit. You know, we're getting it going. I was I was starting the beard on the last one, but now it's like a full grown, absolute Viking. So today's monster. rules: we have no guests today. I know, no I know it's rare. Today we're the business legends. That's a lot to. <laughs> that's a that's a lot to live up to, man. It's a lot to choke on. A lot I guess. to choke on. That's uh, right. That's but right. mainly today's only rules that we have to talk about new things, new things, new, new years, new year stuff, and new, new stuff. things. It's kind of like the when people get married. What's the what's the rule? You have to have something borrowed and old and new, or something like that. I'm married, and I don't know that. <laughs> Do you remember what day you got married on? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. What day? That day. That day. <laughs> October 13th. Oh, good job, man. I, actually, I knew. I was there. I yeah, was there. It's yeah, good yeah. stuff. So New Year's. Um, today, we actually, all jokes and stuff aside, we want to talk a little bit about um, what we can do to have just a wonderful 2020. We're in a whole new decade now. It's the it's the roaring 20s of the of the 20th or the 21st Ugh, century. All the 1920 parties that yeah. were going on. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I want to put you in a, I'm going to make you lose a bet and put you in like a flapper dress. <laughs> And have some kind of, I don't know, some kind of... Should have made it a sacco punishment three years in a row. I should have. This is So this is not related to anything business legends, but uh, we've had a fantasy football league for five years now. And somehow, out of those five years, Christian has lost three in a row. And this is, this is ten, like, statistically speaking, that's impossible. Like, and, and he's trying, too. It's not like you're, you're not yeah. setting your lineup every week and whatever. Like it's, Last it's, year, I had to wear a pink tutu. It yep, had to wear a pink stuff. tutu at the draft party. Um, we got some great punishments this year. We'll keep you guys posted on that. But uh, <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite punishments, it's actually a double entry because two people put the same thing. But, uh, oh, I should explain that. The person who gets last ends up uh, having to do a punishment, basically. Mm. But... Um, one of the entries is you have to do five minute of open mic night. <laughs> what he doesn't know is I do that already. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you know, the business legends is the, is the practice run on that. I guess, you know, we'll tell a couple little corny jokes and stuff, but, uh, so we've all set new year's resolutions, new year's I'm resolutions. sure for our business. And if you haven't set a new year's resolution, you set, let's crush this quarter goals, yep. et cetera, quarter one. et cetera. Quarter one is a very exciting time. The holidays are over. Um, you know, so there's a lot of weight loss goals out there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking for myself, I'm, I'm looking at it dropping about 20 over the course of the next quarter, but it's kind of it's more like a ritual for me at this point than a resolution because you gain all the all the weight from eating the holiday cookies. It starts with Halloween, you know. Mm-hmm. You eat all the candy and sugar and stuff, and then and then Thanksgiving you overeat, and then Christmas you overeat, and then New Year's you do what you do, and then you know quarter one comes around and it's like, well, there's no more holidays and excuses, you know. Yeah. Well, I actually want to talk about that. I, I see a lot of businesses go going to the New Year and they try to add way too much stuff because they mm-hmm. get this like crazy bone in their body and they're For like sure. i want to triple my sales in the in the month of january and february and you had nothing in place in december that's gonna gonna help you do right. that so you go buy four or five different softwares and yep. hire three people and you're like we're making it happen yep don't do that <laughs> you know yeah and it's it's like when they 
when the new quarter rolls around, I mean, a lot of a lot of businesses, not ours or anything, but a lot of businesses at the end of December, they'll expense a bunch of stuff so that they can they can have a. a we did better, not have a snowboarding retreat. I have no idea what you're talking about, but uh, so you know, in, in quarter one, they have all these new toys and new things to play with. Some people buy new computers and new office equipment and stuff like that. But you have to have the same mentality, the, mm-hmm. that growth mentality. And you can have all the toys and tricks and promises and software that you want, but you have to really buckle down and, and apply those things. So you're right, Christian. I mean, I've seen a lot of a lot of businesses that we've worked with and otherwise that, you know, they, they gain 10, 15 things. I remember one of this one of these fitness centers, uh, they, they bought a new piece of equipment and they were just lolling on it. You know, they were lolling <laughs> on it and saying, oh, you know, I got this new piece of equipment. It's going to be I mean, the best thing ever. It's going to bring in 50 members. Then No, no. Equipment doesn't do that. Equipment doesn't do that. <laughs> you know, only only customer service can bring in members to a gym. It's like if David know? bought a new camera and was yeah. like, all of a sudden I'm going to double my business. Yeah, David David bought his new camera and the camera is a thousand times better. And, and so all of a sudden, no, it doesn't work that he way. He pushes play on this one. Yeah, yeah. This one, this one is pushes <laughs> play. <laughs> Poor David. If only he had a microphone to defend himself over there, you know. He yeah. So to, on the uh, on the very first it. on the very first occasion, we just threw him in on it, and he yeah. forgot to push play on one of his cameras. So he has like seven thousand camera setups. We were right. good anyway. Yeah. But it was it's, it's, we've been giving him crap our, about it for like a four months. Yeah. It's a but that's a 2019 joke. We need to we need to come up with 2020 joke. Here's my 2020 jokes. You guys it's literally been two days. Need to stop matching like it's it's ridiculous every single day you guys wear the same flannel and it drives me insane every single day you wear the same shirt we don't bust you about it 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 is what it is and i got (laughs) i got this this weird like soap or snot at least we know you brush your teeth because it's on your shirt that's probably what it is i probably that's that's i don't know man it's gross though but it is what it is hopefully how how uh, how high res is this camera over here? This new camera, David. Is this, this, this going to be a is this going to be a problem in the long term? So let's talk about setting goals and actually talk about something relevant and enjoyable um, for for our listeners out there. Setting goals and uh, capitalizing on on the new quarter. Um, I always thought about New Year's resolutions. A lot of you guys know that Christian and I were personal trainers in a past life, so I always use whatever I can to apply momentum. And for a lot of people. I mean, I, I hate the new year, new me crap, but by, by the same token, if, if something's going to give you any momentum, whether it's, you know, January, quarter one, six months out to summer, um, or whatever it happens to be, I'm all for that. I'm all yeah. for having, having momentum built and whatever you can use, you know, maybe some of you want to look good by Valentine's day or something like that. I mean, what, whatever it takes, whatever you can use, use it to propel yourself forward. One thing that Christian and I have done, we've Christian and I have done this for a decade now, um, through through the 2010s, not the Roaring Twenties yet. But um, one of the things that him and I are super large on is having an accountability partner, mm-hmm. and so that that's one of those things. I recently read a statistic: out of all New Year's resolutions, 80% of them fail, and 80% of them fail by February. So if you have an accountability partner, it's something where. Um, whether it's your business or your personal health or your personal goals or whatever it happens to be, maybe you just want to read a little bit more. You know, having somebody that's checking in on you and calling you and making sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do, that's one of the biggest recommendations that I can provide for anyone, be it business or personal. Don't or be too prideful to have an accountability partner. Yeah. It's I just mean, not. But a lot of people look at goals the wrong way. Like, for example, we're in, we're in our almost our third year now, and if we said we want to double our sales for next year, then that's a goal, right? But that goal has a whole bunch of little micro points mm-hmm. that you have to then put down on paper. Like, so we want to we double our sales. So what do we need to do 
to make that happen. Mm -hmm. We need to add X, Y, Z. We need a new point. We need to add this. We need to do this extra. Yep. Like there's all these other things that we have to set goal-wise for every week to hit this new crazy goal. Yeah. Because there's no way you're going to sell 100000 and then next year you want to sell 200000 and you didn't change anything. Right. The goal doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. I, I think about it the same way. I think about, you know, let, let's take just for an example, my personal weight loss goal or whatever. Yeah. I, I weigh about... 209 right now and I want to I want to get down to 195 by March 1 right and so that's the overall goal but there's many things that step in between of that you know I have to have my diet correct I have to have my exercise regimen correct I have to deny myself you know sweets and alcohol and, and whatever else you know those so, exact same things translate into business yeah and and so when it comes to business um, I like to think about the processes so let's say you want to double your monthly sales by you know 2021 or whatever Double your monthly sales. So, so what does that entail? Well, first and foremost is time management. Mm -hmm. So, if you find a way to systemize and itemize your time so that you can prioritize, you would have to use your prime time correctly. Prime time. Oh God. <laughs> oh, and Reese's blood pressure rises. <laughs> Do you want, please tell the prime time story. We've told it like six times, but I'll tell it again today. Okay, so, prime time well, is basically the best time of the day to meet your new customers. So, if your so if your goal is to double your business, you should not be at, you should not be in your office doing operational stuff at 10 a.m. when you could be out there meeting new customers that mm -hmm. are going to push towards that new sales goals of yours. <laughs> prime time, because you can do that operational stuff at 6. Yeah, but seven, with that being seven said, the prime time story is that in our office, he bought everybody in the office a, a customizable staples button that uh, they're... Except for Reese. Reese did not get one. Yeah, except for me. Oh, David doesn't have one yet. David doesn't have one yet. David, David's going to get one soon, I'm sure. I'm sure the old... Do whatever you possibly can to torture. <laughs> this will be like uh, this will be like Bob Marley, Bob Marley prime time. Hey man, it's prime time. <laughs> <laughs> the whatever the we're super trying, casual prime time. We're trying is. to get some. We're trying to get David to laugh on camera behind behind the scenes. There's or no camera on. Yeah, we need to we need to get something. I don't know. He can you know he can turn on his own mic. <laughs> just oh, <we laughs> just jump just right just in jump in here and, and uh, have a good old time with us. But. Um, so when it comes to you know setting goals, managing managing the macro goal, managing the micro mm -hmm. goal, time management, managing prime time, uh, these are the topics that we've discussed so far. Uh, another thing that I'd like to discuss is is managing your time effectively. Mm -hmm. So one of the things uh, this guy that I know, his name is Joe Ricky. I promise you, he doesn't he doesn't mind me telling you that he's a great guy. Um, he actually leads leads our chapter in in uh, this networking group that I'm in. But he one of the things that he does is makes his time very intentional. And so if there's somebody that he wants to that he wants to meet with and somebody else that he think is thinks is going to be good for them, he'll have a lunch meeting with four people and just have that round table communicative uh, type of environment so that everybody's meeting everybody and he's using his time effectively like that. Uh, Jordan Flair is another who was a guest in week I don't know seven or something like that. But he was um, on, yeah. yeah, he he's a master of doing that. I mean, he always has lunch with somebody that's that is good to develop a new relationship with or something like that. So you can't undermine the the uh, importance of of effectively managing and and uh, being proactive with your mm -hmm. time. You know. Um, another thing that I'd like to discuss is, is processes. So just like Christian said, I mean, if you're stuck doing something operational at 10 a.m., you're denying yourself the opportunity to do other things at 10 a.m. So, you know, there's there's always times where you can have important things 
to do on the computer or, or whatever else. But if you can do those in a, in a block where you can't be growing your business, then that's probably the correct time and the lesson of prime time. We're going to make it into a, a fairy tale here eventually. I Sooner think. or later, I'm going to do a speech in front of 10,000 people about prime time. Uh, I, I hope it, you do. If that ever happens, my head will explode. Your brain will explode. Explosion. <laughs> It'll just be just absolute. It'd, it'd be absolutely great. Yeah. So here's, here's something random. Uh, I took my blood pressure on Christmas Day, which mm. is a pretty high stress day in the Arlen household because we got a whole bunch of crazy people running in and out and children opening presents and running around the house and stuff. And my blood pressure was actually 110 over 70. So my blood pressure is, is low, which to me, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like I thought that the cuff had to be wrong or something. but A cuff would have to be broken. Yeah, it'd have to be broken. Because on a daily, I've got to be like 180 over 120 or something. All right. Just, well, let's, let's talk about a couple new marketing trends coming into 2020. A lot of stuff. Um, there's geotargeting is one. Um, yeah, geotargeting is big for sure. Um, so... The ability to target people that are, that exist in a certain location is is becoming wider spread. Um, it's something. Let's that, hit that with a broader stroke, though. I think I think super targeting is becoming huge. Absolutely, yeah. I and almost it, think the random targeting is going to completely die out because people don't like seeing stuff like I, that. I would say I'm not pushing back because uh, I understand your point, but I would say it depends on the industry. So yeah. if you're doing something, like Coke, for example, yeah. random targeting is fine. Right, right. But so, like for any other business, yeah. Like think about if you if you don't have a plumbing issue and you see a plumbing brand, yeah, it's wasted. It's wa- It's not. It's not wasted, but it's not completely good, right? Yeah. But if you just looked up something about plumbing, then all of a sudden you get an ad for right. it. Right. That's super targeting. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the best use of budget. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, I, I really like uh, something that we've been doing a lot lately with a lot of our people is um, retargeting too. Oh, yes. And so an example it's of that It's not a new thing, but it's definitely a good thing. It's not new, <laughs> but it's definitely getting better, man. Yeah. Um, the two examples that, that I can think of off the top of my head, uh, one was where we went into that building. We were looking at office space, and I don't remember the name WeWorks. of it. WeWorks. It was, yeah, it was, it was like a WeWorks building, but it was called No, no, it was else. WeWorks that remarketed to us. Yep. But it was, uh, uh it was in the B of A building. It, um, oh God, it's the, it's the. Whatever. It's another shared office yeah, space. Yeah, shared office space. That's all you need to know. And. Literally, as soon as we walked out of the building, we we both got like fifteen different different. <laughs> we did. I was on Facebook for, and WeWorks hit us like WeWorks boom and and just whatever else. But uh, one of the other ones that I really like was um, I was looking for new uh, snowboarding goggles, yep. and just from me looking, I've been getting s- murdered by it. Oh, it's been insane! I'll tell you, in the past week, these are the things that I've got that I've gotten remarketed towards. Um, I've gotten remarketed towards a face mask. Uh, a, a ski goggle face mask, or I guess if you want to rob a bank or whatever, <laughs> I've gotten um, gloves, new ski gloves. That'd be funny if you said if you were looking up how to rob a bank and you got ski masks. That'd be that'd be a hilarious <laughs> issue of retard. I, is that that's that's very ethically compromising? I think I don't think I don't think I'd recommend that. If and the were, niche would be too small to really focus. Yeah, on. but yeah, <laughs> yeah, how to pull off a heist or whatever, you know, like that's that's ridiculous. Like a lockpicking um, kit. Yeah, yeah. You, so I mean. Is that unethical? I don't know. That's questionable at best. But it's like I think about the movie Ocean's Eleven, all mm. about heisting or whatever. And if I if I I bet if I was looking up Ocean's Eleven stuff, all of a sudden a bunch of like spy gadgets and equipment would pop up. Or like James Bond or something, you know? Yeah. But anyway, on topic. Um so I mean remarketing is one of the absolute biggest things that you can possibly do. Um I was just discussing with this with this realtor down in South Charlotte, um, you know, the the effects and benefits of it. Mm. I mean, number one it costs far less to retarget towards people that are that are automatically or already, I should say, interested in your stuff. Number two is that 
when somebody sees a message more than once, they're more likely to participate. I mean, it's just, just, the way just think about it. Like the audience or whoever, just think about the fact that what's the last thing you bought that you only saw once? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, hey, really? And, and like Dave, what about your camera? When you first, uh, when you first bought it, did you see it once or do you see it a whole bunch of times? Multiple. He <laughs> said multiple. He said multiple. For, for, yeah. He didn't have his mic going. But. Yeah, he's he's gonna have his mic. Ne- next time we do one without a, without somebody to interview, I think David should be. David's, we David's gonna to. be. David's just gonna participate in our in our nonsense. Yeah, it'll be a little three way go. Cause you haven't done anything with your camera, so I think you're more. Yeah, he's able. he's he's gonna be good to go. You'll be able to press the button to to turn the mic on and off or whatever. You know, it'd be good stuff. Poor David. David has to put up with us on a daily, but I, I think we keep his life interesting. (laughs) You know, just, just whatever that we can, but, um, back to remarketing. Um, you know, having that message, you know, uh, actually once again, Jordan just shared something. He was talking about, um, the way that consumerism typically operates Mm -hmm. these days is that people will see something they like and they won't immediately make a choice to purchase it. I mean, think about you and your snowboard, you know, you're looking at snowboards right now. And typically speaking, most of the consumer strategy these days is they're exposed to something that they like, and then they wait for a little while to see if they still like it or not. A shout out to Curated. I I just went through the the coolest sales process I've ever seen in my entire life. What? So what did they do? I know you, I know you kind of told me. Yeah, so this is actually another thing in 2020, right? So it's more, this is on the transparency side of how marketing, where marketing is going for 2020. But basically I reached out to Curated.com. It was like a six page funnel, which I'm used to. That's not Mm -hmm. new. Uh, but it was good questions. And the start said, we're going to get you connected with a professional snowboarder because yeah. I was looking at snowboarding equipment, right? Um, so then after I go through this six-page thing, all of a sudden it's like, oh, we don't have a snowboarder available right now. We have one available by 930 in the morning. Right. And then two hours later, I got a message by this guy named Alex B. And he's like, he's gotten like, it says he's rode like 40,000 slopes or something. Oh, wow. And it said he's, uh, he's like replied to like 50,000 messages. And now I'm in a live chat with this guy. Wow. He's showing me snowboards. He's dropping me boot images. He's dropping me strap images. He's showing me all this cool stuff. And then when I leave the website, it follows me to text message because of how I signed up for it. So he's still talking to me. And it's not like salesy stuff. It's like he's asking me questions. I'm answering questions. I'm asking questions. He's answering it. I've got probably 40 messages with this guy. I know his like life story now. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm even if I don't buy today, I was able to 100% buy from him when I buy. Yeah, and that's how cool this sales process was. I, I think we're going to see that a lot. I think yeah. that I think that trend is going to continue. I mean, the software is very easy. To I operate see a lot with. of people try to do it. That's yeah. the first time I've seen it done right. Yeah, and I mean that sounds like a perfect and flawless system. You it know? really was. Um, one of the other things I, I like to refer to that as like relationship sales. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you develop this relationship, and and I just happened to know because I, I was we were talking about it the other day. But the it's just guy crazy was, that he never spoke to me on the phone. Yeah, that is bonkers. Yeah, you know? and I feel that connected. Yeah, and it and you know he's talking about you know he's addressing you by name and he's actually responding to your questions. Yeah. It's kind of like it's almost like just a live chat that's been done correctly. But the fact that he's texting you back and forth, I mean, that's huge, man. I mean, that's that's. Now, I don't know if all the people that they put on there are as good as this guy, but this guy's really solid. Yeah, but the process was by far the best I've ever been through. Yeah, that's that's neat. I wonder I wonder how many um, things like that are, are going to be perfect for that strategy too. Because selling that, that relationship yeah. stuff and, and having that consultive approach. I think you can use it for anything in the ballpark of eight hundred to $10,000. Yeah. Maybe $7,500. Yeah. Um, because like I would have went through the same process for $3,000 worth of snowboard equipment. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have switched the process. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. And the other thing is that 
when you're actually talking to somebody, I mean, it's almost like it's digitizing what brick and mortars have done for us in the yeah. past. Because you go into a store, you know, you yeah. go into Sun and Ski Sports yeah. or whatever, and these guys will tell you their at least their opinion on yeah. what what's this and that and the other. But you're doing this in a yeah. digital format through this click funnel. Shoot, we might even try it for us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's might, like, might it's as like well. hey, we're going to introduce you to a professional marketer. Fill out these questions so we know you better. But yeah, and introduce live chat. Yeah, and then right, and then what you know, what are your, what exactly are your goals? What are you looking for? And yeah, and like I could like see that, that being done correctly. Right now, we have a really cool bot, um, but I could see it being done way better than what we do currently. Oh yeah, for on sure. The live chat side, and I think that's going to be a huge push in 2020. Is live yeah. chat? Yeah, a live chat and consultative approaches to sales. I think and the right. AI chat bots. I think the AI chat bots are a fad though. I think those are going to get cool and then die really fast. I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's kind of like, cause I compare the AI chat bots to, um, like the YouTube ads that you see, mm -hmm. like when you're watching a video, you, yeah. I mean, you do it all the time, but like when you're watching a video and then in the middle of the video, there's like this 30 second thing or whatever. And I can honestly tell you that most of those YouTube ads that happen in between videos, mm -hmm. the only thing that's ever really worked on us has been like cell phone games. Like I can't yeah, think I can't true, think of anything true. else that's really worked well with that mm -hmm. stuff. Um, I mean, you know, you're you're allowed to place yourself. So if you're, you know, a fitness center or something, you can place yourself on fitness channels. Mm -hmm. But even still, I mean, speaking for my own consumerism, yeah. outside of cell phone games, which are just a matter of clicking a button and then installing and trying them out and deleting them or yeah. whatever, I, I can't really think of a situation where that that form of marketing has really taken off. And as a matter of fact, I mean, with YouTube ads, YouTube ads cost cents on the dollar compared to regular search ads and stuff like that. It's probably why. Yeah, because you know? they don't really convert as well. And people, you know. Now, they are good for branding. Yeah. Because people that are looking around your topic sees your brand. It's yeah. positive. But the fact that you can, so two things. I mean, people hate commercials. And yeah. the fact that you can skip ads. I almost don't even like running the ones that actually take up the page. Cause yeah. When you, when you take up the video. I mean, you're just making them mad at that point. Yeah, you stopped the cat from hitting the <laughs> right, right, right. You stopped the funny, the funny Siberian husky video or yeah, whatever. Like, you know, oh man, yeah, interrupt. It's like it's interrupting their entertainment. The or, banner, though, I don't mind. Yeah, it's just I don't think it gets clicked on as much as branding. Yeah, well, the I mean, the banners display stuff, but I'm I'm talking specifically about the the interfering YouTube ads and stuff. I I, I, I kind of think those will start to die, and. The thing, the same thing is true of AI chatbots. You know, mm -hmm. you're browsing by your own volition. You know, looking at this website. Let's go back to your snowboarding example. You're looking at different snowboard bindings and boots and whatever, and then all of a sudden you see an AI chatbot, and this chatbot is like, you know, it's like, hey, how can I help you or whatever, and you're just like, go away, go away, go away. You know, that's that's the instinct. It's not, hey, I would like to. Talk Currently, to we run chatbots and it works, but I, I think they're gonna die. Yeah, I do. I, I, I do see it in one spot though. And it's already there. Um, it's customer service. Yeah. So like for mainly for like monopolized companies like yep. Duke Power, for example, if you right. go to their website, they don't have it, but I, I'm, they'd be a great fit for it because you can't go anywhere else. Yep. So it's like you go there, they're like, what's your problem? And you get to a chat bot and they answer your questions and they take you to the right answer and then they right. tell you to get lost. Yeah. And then when you call them, it's an hour long wait. Yep. So it's like you're going to do the chat bot. Here's an interesting question for you about customer service. So this is something that I, that I, I, I would really like to track and see over 2020 is with customer service, it seems like if I'm having, I don't know, problems outside of the gas company, because the gas company, their their line is like there. If you smell gas, like call us and we'll be yeah. there in, you know, negative well, It's a little different because if you blow up, it's a lawsuit. <laughs> right. Well, to say the least. Yeah. Um, but I feel like 
a lot of companies particularly are making their customer service stuff like harder to find. Like you really have to have to look for it to find it. I always it. say it's five to one sales. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And you call, you call, that's why every time I go to call for customer service, I always hit the, I'm looking for new, new equipment. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> customer service. Yeah. Cause customer, I mean, it's like you said, it's, it's, it's cruel, but customer service doesn't make companies money, you know, no, yeah. only, I mean, it helps the reputation or whatever, but typically customer service is solving a problem. Except for AT&T. Somehow when you, somehow you can be completely pissed off, finish a call with AT&T and they're like, would you like to upgrade to, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But know. they try to make money. <laughs> the they, customer services try. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. I mean, it's like the, my favorite example of, of that is uh, I, I had some trouble with DirecTV in the past, mm-hmm. which is also AT&T. But, yeah. um, you know, I just had all this different trouble with them. Uh, something about, I don't know, they were they were trying to keep me on a on a contract for several years or something like that. I don't, I don't remember the exact details, mm-hmm. but um, towards the end of the call, they were like, oh, well, how about if we do this or that? Or, you know, how about if we do this? And you're sitting there thinking in the back of your mind, and you're like, why didn't you just do this in the first place? You know, like, it's it's just like when your cable bill goes up 40 bucks a month or whatever. It's like, why why are they able to increase your bill by that much and you just take it on the head, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't should, know. We'll never do that to our customers. Never, never, never. So so marketing trends, um, we've discussed we've discussed video ads. Voice SEO is another big one. Voice SEO, voice SEO yes. Yeah, so it was already becoming big. Yeah. Um, it's predicted to be like 60 to 70% of searches by the end of 2021. Oh, yeah. Um, so I see that hu- having a huge on-ramp in 2020. For sure. Um, and I mean, it already is there. Like you found a direct, you, you, you put a, our customers on multiple directories mm-hmm. where it helps them get up on voice SEO already. Yeah. Whether that's super relevant now, but it will be, a, they'll be thanking you when it is relevant. Yeah. Here's a super tip for everybody listening that has a business. So, um, when it comes to voice SEO and particularly like finding your business mm-hmm. or whatever, um, some of the major directories like Yelp is one, yeah. uh, Apple has their own. So if you uh, you actually have to go into Apple Maps, but Apple pulls stuff from Yelp and then Google My Business. Those those different things, you know, if you're saying, hey, uh, looking for a digital marketing company near me yeah. or whatever, you have to make sure that those directories are correct in order to get your voice SEO yeah. registered. And here is where blog content, uh, readable re- readable po- I mean podcasts and readable blog content comes in handy. Yep. Because voice SEO is not all about like find me a digital marketing company. Mm-hmm. It's going to be this guy, uh, I'm sitting in my office, I'm a, I'm the VP of sales, and I'm like, how in the world do I increase my sales? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Siri or App or uh, Google, pick me the best blog about um, how to do digital marketing in 2020. Yep. And then it's going to go, oh, you have four blogs to choose from. Mm-hmm. Blank, 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 blank. If you don't have content out there, you're done. Yep. Voice SEO is not going to register for you except unless somebody asks for your business. Yep. Yep. Because <laughs> you're not going to be top three because you don't even have SEO <laughs> anyway. Yeah. You, so. you just you just triggered my mind, too. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I guarantee we're going to see this shift in 2020 and, mm-hmm. and the future is review marketing is going to be enormous. Oh, yes. Because every time, because I was just looking at snow skis or something. That'll and, help voice SEO come up. Yep. And and what pops up is a blog, you know, a blog of what they think is the best. And I mean, that's kind of like micro influencing at work where where a reputable company and or source is reviewing these these things in supposedly an objective manner, like <laughs> like get out of here. That's not objective at all. But um, nobody does work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But um, it, it's all about answering people's questions. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I definitely think that's going to that's going to trend upwards. Um, and that's going to help people with their organic SEO too, not not just for for voice and Alexa and Siri and, and Google yeah. or whatever, but also for when 
you know, somebody says something like, you know, what's going to be the best fitting shirt or, mm -hmm. or, you know, what fits my body type or that type yeah. of thing. So, and then you might have a blog pop up. There's an app for trying to, f for fitting yourself so yeah. you can get clothes ordered. To your yeah. House. That'd be great for uh <laughs> M Taylor, the company that they, oh, yeah. they customize the, the fit of your shirts or whatever. I'm sure they're already killing it. I'm with sure marketing. They, doing they got some guru doing it. Something. One of us sitting in a office all by himself. But yeah. Just, just doing, just doing nothing just but that. Cave all day. dwelling. Yeah. Cave dwelling, <laughs> you know, growing out a beard <laughs> is what it is. But um, what's your crazy question for new year's? I think we should ask David, David, crazy question for David for new year's. Um, what do you okay? All right, David, turn turn that mic on, baby. Give me a check. You got a question for David. David. Are you on? No, nope. I am live. Oh, nice. are, you, are you live? You're good. I'm good. All right, so David, what do you think is going to happen with uh, videography in 2020? It's not that's not funny, but you know, I figured <laughs> well, we'll ask two that's questions because that wasn't better. funny. All right. Uh, Don't give us some lame answer either. Like, yeah. give us some crazy futuristic, <laughs> explosive yeah. just stuff. Lie. Just just say that they're going to start using the force. And uh, you, you know they'll they'll see a lot more special drones. Are well, AI, AI of course is coming into vogue. So right. I don't I don't I'm kind of late to the game with some of those new trends. I yeah. kind of wait until I see you know what the landscape is. Sure. With uh, 360 video two three years ago, I don't think it ever really you know came to full fruition. I'm but, starting to see that on um, Facebook more. Yeah. Okay. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I think AI just kind of like you're talking about like the intelligence kind of putting the intelligence factor into it mm -hmm. with my software they're doing something called neural engineering so Sweet. basically like i can go they're growing and, brains <laughs> <laughs> well so i can you know if I, if I have a bunch of shots like if i have um i don't know interviews of different people or a, a little sketch with six different actors i can tell the software to isolate and it'll pick out all the shots of Here's all John's shots, and here's all Scott's shots. And that's sweet. So that's pretty cool. So it's just using you know recognition to kind of help the process. You don't have to do as much work, I guess. Wow. As a videographer, what do you wish existed already? <laughs> Put me on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what, uh, that we that hurdle, cool. the one you just We're like, cool hey, like you just want. I was sitting there thinking, I'd be like, it'd be really cool if somebody had like, I got a, a good if they made like a little mini bot. And then and you just push like a button on the on your iPad that moved the mini bot moved your camera to the right location in the room while you were over oh, here. You. That would be cool. That'd be sick. Be It'd also be like three hundred grand. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So you can think, take uh, mine if you want, David. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking about um, drone stuff. Drone like, stuff's killing it I was, already. I was thinking that drone stuff was going to be just blowing up especially for like real estate they already they already they already hold reds like drones will That's hold a red oh camera. yeah you can yeah you can get real heavy like drones. cinema like they do cinema with drones yeah absolutely i mean, I mean there's a lot more cameras but they i mean i know plenty of people who have already done it how do they um with the drones maybe maybe david knows this but like how do they, like if they're if, if you have a drone holding a red camera to huh? get an aerial shot i guess yeah. how do they eliminate the like the helicopter they're, just, they're just quiet i guess i don't know are they quiet like that or well, like or do yeah, they cut it out I mean, for what? the most part you're not using any audio you're that's just, a good you're point. just getting a shot oh, yeah that's a good point yeah cause they're <laughs> taking the audio out of that and then they're taking the audio they probably have boomsticks and whatever else taking the taking the audio right. from the, the event, yeah, you gotta think the drone, or whatever drone views are probably like way up in the air so you wouldn't hear anything anyway yeah so it'd probably just be bat music on drone shots yeah 
Yeah. Except yeah, for Star exactly. Wars, but Star Wars was like it could still be quiet, and they're like, don't pew, pew, pew. don't don't talk <laughs> about Star Wars. It was I'm, so bad. I'm upset about the movie. No spoilers, but I, I, I'm so upset about. I'm still salty. No about spoilers, it, but I, go watch Frozen Two instead. Like anything, any other movie, any other movie. Okay, here's my funny here's my funny question for you, David. You know I like to give you a hard time about wearing flannel shirts, you and Christian. So yep. if you had to bet one thousand dollars, who do you think has more flannel shirts, you or Christian? <laughs> Ah, uh, I'd say Christian. Okay. I nice. I used to be big on flannel, yeah. just like the I traditional. Have, I, have, I have eleven. Did you lose a thousand dollars? Would you? No, I I have fewer than that. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah so he, yeah. he won. He won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah his, his fan for some reason his counting, uh, but... his wife's family for Christmas <sighs> they get him they get him two things every year and it cracks me up and it's I mean it's a great gift but yeah. they they get him flannel shirts. And funny socks. That's what they get him. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what he gets. But yeah, yeah. we get. Uh, I get. Yeah, I get two or three things. So I get the pajama pants. Nice. Usually just kind of quirky, offbeat, whatever, like ham yeah. and eggs or you know whatever. Yeah. Um, and then we get like a silly T-shirt. Yeah. What was my? Oh, I'm. I had like a. So I had like a gas meter, like an empty full, and yeah. it says, and it was on full, and it's like. Dad jokes. Dad jokes, like, nice. <laughs> okay. And then my, sometimes socks. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. My my uh here here's the last thing for the cast. My my family's tradition is the funniest thing in the world. So my mom, when I was growing up, do you guys remember the Chia Pet commercials? They're oh, yeah. all over the TV always. So my mom back then, now my mom's from Kannapolis and she talks like yes, she has a she has an accent and she she says that's just the stupidest damn thing I ever seen in my life. Why would you want a chia pet? That's awful. And uh, and then what does my dad do? But his ears perk up, and the the back Why of the, the, yeah, the back of his neck hair is starting to start to grow. And he's like, "Oh, I have something to irritate irritate my mom with, yeah. and or Kim with." And uh, and sure enough, my my dad has gotten my mother a chia pet for like twenty five years running. <laughs> oh, wow. every year, every year. So That's she gets great. a chia pet, but. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to give David some love. David Woodruff at GenesisFilm.tv, GenesisFilm.tv. And if you want to talk to us, you can always go to businessmarketingsolutionsgroup.com. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.